Hi guys, Sean here, one half of the DNS podcast. This week's episode, we chat to Mitch Hooper. Uh, Mitch had a stellar performance on the weekend, breaking two Australian strongman records, both in the deadlift and the stone. Uh, finally breaking the record held by Luke and Jordan Biggie. Uh, five, six years now, they've had that record, uh, with Mitch loading a 220 stone over 1.3. Awesome to watch on the live feed. Sadly, didn't get down there as we'd hoped, as we'd planned, but such is life. Um, this is the edited version of the podcast. As the ones would say, things got a little bit spicy. Um, so if you want to catch the full unedited version, head over to patreon.com forward slash the DNS podcast. That'll be our first unedited podcast up on there. Uh, head on over, become a member, and uh, at any level, get access to it. DNSstrength.com for all your training and apparel needs. Hoodies and new shirts are on their way. Can't wait to put them out. Um, And that's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, give us your feedback. Give us a like and a rating on Spotify, uh, Apple, all that jazz. And we'll talk to you next week. The DNS Podcast. DNS podcast. But it's a human kinetics undergrad, like sports science undergrad. Yeah. And then you write a written test on conditions. Yeah, yeah. And so the quality of that's pretty subpar. Um, and so I want to take what they do over here as proper education and bring that back. So I'm doing that with the company I work for here. Yeah. We're taking it back, a new company, new branch. Um, and I don't want to do that when they're in lockdown, obviously. Do you have a gym over there? Have you scoped any places to train or do you know any places? Well, it's hard because right now with all the gyms locked down, it'd be a bit insensitive to do that, I think, mm. to reach out and try and write up a deal or something. And you don't know what, what's going to be around and who's going to close down. Um, so once they open back up, we'll do that. But the, the model is, is pretty good because it's just subcontracting out of gyms. Mm-hmm. And so that way it's um, the overheads are so low. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, you can get by. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's what will take you back. What brought you over in the first place? That. that to do that. Just to <laughs> come and chase a profession. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And all the way up. Well, because I, I started um, after uni. Yeah. I, uh, I worked with the pro basketball team and I did SNC with them and I was, I was convinced that, that was my passion. Um, but these guys were improve 1%, 2%, usually they don't do what you ask them to anyway. Um, and so the, the reward on that was fairly limited. And so I was kind of looking for something that would be a bit more meaningful. And uh, yeah, I came across exercise physiology, which exists in every Commonwealth country except for Canada. And so it's here, it's in the UK, it's in India, but it's not in, uh, it's not in Canada. And so I thought that that'd be something meaningful. I looked up the world rankings and Sydney Uni was number one. So applied, give it a crack. and. Here we are. And the visa's pretty easy to get over, isn't it? You did the, did you yeah. did the working holiday first year or something? Is it 417, was it? No, no, you could get a visa as a student. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, so I just got proper student easier. visa. Yeah, it was approved overnight. Um, and I think they've stopped approving visas because I'm still on a bridging visa from like a year and a half ago. Because like of COVID, you can... Yeah, yeah, I can just stay as long as I want. I've applied for a different one, but we'll be gone by the time it gets approved. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. When did you come over? Three and a half years ago. Um, 2017, yeah. 18? What year are we now? Would have been... <laughs> yeah, 20, 20, 21. 21, I don't know. <laughs> Life stopped. <laughs> it did really? for a while. Yeah. It's, tw- it's 20, wasn't it? Yeah, not 20. Yeah, 20 was last 21. Year. I came over... Um, 
I, I don't know what year. I think it was 2017, but it was the, the 40th year of the Mardi Gras. Um, oh. <laughs> which I know because I got here about two weeks before Mardi Gras. And so everyone, I, when I got off the plane, I knew nobody. And so I made some friends and we went to watch Mardi Gras. Um, I didn't understand what Mardi Gras was because Mardi Gras in North America is the exact opposite of what Mardi Gras is in, in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like New Orleans Mardi Gras. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, so there's a lot different of meanings of it, is there? Yeah. yeah. So in New Orleans, the, the whole principle, the, the whole kind of game is chicks will flash their tits to get beats. Okay. And it's like a that big, sounds awesome. It's a huge college party. Okay. Um, and Mardi Gras here is very different. It's uh, it's a, a celebration of gay uh, pride. Gay pride. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was trying to put beads on cocks, but no one would let me. <laughs> <laughs> How did that go down? <laughs> yeah, I never knew what Mardi Gras was. Full stop. Um, and I had some friends come over. We were out at the sea, some party. And yeah, there was little signs up saying roads are closed and stuff. When in the sea, I was like, holy wow, okay, this is this is full on. Yeah, absolutely. Night of, on. night of party. <laughs> and uh, I was in New Orleans the week before Mardi Gras when they was all getting set up. Last time I was in America, and even the week before, they're having a lot of fun. They just saw the music, the food, the booze, is everything's just flying. They reckon yeah. New Orleans is yeah. like party capital of the world. I had a friend is, who lived yeah. there and went to uni there, and he said, um, What's the street called? Bourbon it's Street. Bourbon Street. Because it's freaking wild. Yeah. So. It's also, uh, respect to anyone from New Orleans, but I'm sure they'd admit it, it's also the shithole of the world. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, it's bad. Bad. <laughs> rough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some real rough areas there. Interesting. Yeah. You don't want to go down the wrong alley. No. <laughs> we, don't really, we don't really get that in Sydney, do we? It's so nice. It's well, it's nice probably place. tied back to Katrina. Like, I don't know what it was like before oh, that. Oh, a big hurricane. Yeah, I assume that it got decimated there and mm-hmm. all the nice shit was gone and Fucking it. Um, yeah, what was that? Straight, straight down the front of you. Yeah. <laughs> I too relaxed with the mouth. It's still Louisiana, so it's still south. And there's, there's, uh, I mean, there's nice parts and bad parts wherever you go, really. But in America, they they got guns. <laughs> so, and what's the gun culture like in Canada? Is it like America, or is it more like Australia? Uh. No, it's not like Australia. Not, uh, what I've learned about Australia is that it's um, if there's a rule for something, Australia has it. Yeah. And Canada's not like that. A lot of people have guns. A lot of people I know have guns. And the laws, uh, I don't really know. I don't really know the laws because we don't really focus on them too much. <laughs> right? Like It's not like people are breaking the laws left, right, and center, but I guess we just don't violate the gun laws enough for it to be a big issue. Yeah. Um, so I don't reckon we have less guns than America. But we just don't like to shoot each other as much. <laughs> like it, it's it's mostly hunting purposes and whatnot. Um, but yeah, gun violence is, is very minimal. Um, but guns are fairly common. So we like you were the same. We grew up, I grew up around hunting. Yeah. Like guns, shotguns, rifles, that sort of thing. You go hunting. It was the thing yeah. you learned to do as a kid. Yeah. To shoot. They're just the laws. They're just so tiny. Everything over here. Um, like even getting an audible weapon over here is near no, impossible, isn't it? Really, it's really difficult to get a license for it over here. To so do think. it legally, yeah. Yeah. When did you start the the lifting side of things? Were you what was your sporting background in Canada? When I was uh, well, from the get go, of course, when I was about four, I started playing hockey, 
um, from hockey that rolled into basically every team sport from uh, basketball, baseball, uh, American football, uh, yeah, really everything, swimming, track and field, whatever. Um, and when I was about 15 and I was playing American football, I got stuck into the gym um, with a, someone I've been quite close with named Dana Bushel, and he was the, um, he was the, the basically strength and conditioning coach in my high school, mm. but he ran a, a weight training class. Um, and from 15 years old, I thought weight training would be good for football, but really I was this kind of chunky, skinny, fat kid, and I thought that uh, I'd like to, to lose a bit of weight. And so the first, <laughs> the first eight years of, of my lifting was dedicated to like, I want to be in good shape and I want to lose weight. Yeah. Um, and I kept lifting and lifting and <laughs> shit just didn't work. <laughs> I just kept getting bigger. Um, but from, from 15 to 22 or so, no, 15 to 19, yeah. Football would have been primary focus, American football. Um, played for a year at uni, um, got to the point where uh, smashing your head wasn't wasn't cool. It was a very sexy thing to play, and the, the perks were fantastic, but um, eventually you're hitting your head so many times and you're, you're going home with a lot of minor concussions that uh, it's just not worth it. So after I stopped that, I put on about 30 kilos, um, took a look in the mirror and was like, that's, that's filthy. Um, <laughs> and, that's filthy. And so my mom's a marathon runner, and so I thought, you know what, I, I could do that. Um, so I picked up marathon running, um, ran a bunch of marathons somewhere interspersed there. I did a did a physique competition uh, where I looked like an absolute spider. No, I was actually I went from <laughs> I went from one hundred I would have been one hundred thirty five kilos. I cut for a full year down to ninety. And actually, back this is before marathons. I cut down to about ninety kilos. I looked like absolutely anorexic. Um, did a comp and then started running after that because my appetite was crazy. Um, and then after after running my knees were kind of shot so I came to I came to Sydney and I didn't really have direction uh, I always liked lifting heavy and when I came to train I'd go I'd go one rep max three rep, three rep max just for fun um, but I knew that the gym culture that I liked yeah. and so I started gyms in the area and I was living in Parramatta at the time and the setup of Adonis Granville where it was in the industrial park is kind of dingy uh, that's my style of gym uh, the guys there happened to powerlift and so I, I just jumped into powerlifting uh, Troy Conley egged me on for quite a while to do strongman. Once I switched to strongman, uh, the, the rule set is way better in strongman than it is in powerlifting. The bullshit's way less, um, and it's a little bit more athletic. So I switched to strongman, and uh, yeah, I'll be there for the foreseeable future. You had, quite some, you had some good success though powerlifting, didn't you? Uh, yeah, so, well, I, look. Until the, COVID hit, didn't you qualify for Worlds? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was going to go to Worlds in uh, Belarus. Uh, which I was very excited about, but where's Belarus? Eastern Europe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, underneath. Russia. I think it was part of the old Soviet Union. Oh, okay. Um, so I was going to go there, um, but yeah, COVID happened. But the thing is, in Australia, with APU and PA split up, um, you're not getting the best of the best anyway. And so I was the national champion in the APU. But I would have loved to go against Cam McKenzie, who's the national champion in PA. Mm. And the, the competition next to us two would have been so limited that I won nationals by like 130 kilos. And so for me, it's not really, wasn't really something to celebrate about. Yep. Uh, and that was a, another driving factor to why I wanted to get away from it. It's also just so fucking boring. Like <laughs> three lifts, day after day after day. Um, yeah, yeah, it gets to be too much. 
Yeah, I think you're definitely suited to strong man. Especially after watching you run that yoke at the weekend. What was on that? 400? Uh, 380. You, you ran it as fast as I can actually run. Oh, this one here. Weight. Yeah, the one you did. You competed the weekend, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah that, that one was 380. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't train yoke either. Oh, really? I don't. Well, I, I'm in Paddington, right? So I don't, I don't touch a yoke. Oh, shit. Um, but I found when I, when I was training yoke, um, I found my, my hips hated it, my knees hated it, and I was just too sore afterwards. And so for yoke, I just squat. And if I squat heavy, um, yoke just feels fine. Yeah, and so I'd love, I'd love to give, uh, Aiden Canini asked me this a couple of weeks ago, uh, I'd love to give it a tip on how I train for the yoke to be fast, but I reckon it's just a common combination of my whole training history. Being yeah. athletic. And yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just not a challenge to me. You know those things where um, you don't have to think about the technique and you can just go and have a rip? That's basically the yoke for me. I'm sure it'll get to a point where it's heavy enough that I've got to do some work, but um, yeah, it hasn't got there yet. Oh, you saw like that. find a heavy, a heavy yoke for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, judging off that 400, it's going to go somewhere in excess of 600 to, to slow him down. So, <laughs> Tro- Troy Conley loves his story. So, I I would ride my motorbike from my place in Parramatta out to the gym. And so, one time at Strongman Saturday, I was about half an hour late. And this is when Troy was still doing Strongman stuff. And he was, he was trying to go for a 500 yoke. And so, he's building up to that for ages and ages and ages. And I rock up on my motorbike. And one thing I love about strength sports is, and it's completely different to my profession, uh, which I tell the guys all the time, I, I'm not here for my professional advice, and I'm here to G you up. <laughs> and so I, I get off my bike, and Troy's got, I think it was about 460, 470 on the yoke. And straight off the bike, he goes, get in there, hoop. And he doesn't even want to do it. So I take my stuff off, get into the yoke, run it for 10 meters. <laughs> my hips were so fucking angry, though. <laughs> yeah. That ride home would have been horrible. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, TC was your your gateway into strongman. When was your first comp? First comp was here. Oh, that was, really? Yeah, yeah, that was a year and a half ago. That was Battle of the Gods. Um, Power stairs? No, that? no, that was the Gods Two. So that was the Hercules Hold, uh, Frame Carry Deadlift. Oh, that was your first comp, first strongman comp. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, bag throw was another one. Yeah. And then the stone over bar to finish. What, what do we do for deadlift? Hang on. No, there was a farm. There was a farmer. Yep. There was the frame. There was no deadlift, but you had to deadlift the frame. Ah, that was it. There yeah. we go. What was it? You had to deadlift the frame. That's it. Reps on yeah. the frame, and it drop. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, they had to. We've had done to do so many comps. Or yeah. I've yeah. lost. We've yeah lost. Tr- <laughs> you yeah, lose your track. We well, are good. We, we should touch on. We should touch on comps. Hopefully, hopefully, some people listen to this who run comps. <laughs> I don't know who in the world thinks that you need a half an hour break between events where no one's lifting and why the day needs to run for eight, nine, 10, or 12 hours. No, it, it is the absolute bane of my existence. Everyone's back's locked up by that point. And you gotta understand, when you're an athlete, if you, if you say you're a lightweight female, you went 45 minutes ago, you're plenty rested to go again. Yeah. Yeah. I, one of the comps I did, they called lunchtime. <laughs> fucking lunchtime Jesus Christ rest in between. I want to get out of here by lunchtime that's always our goal though we well, I was going to say Sean runs you, you run comps that are done pretty quick I want to be out of here no later than 2 I'm happy. I'm happy with that I'm happy to, to to help with that I think it's better for the athlete as long as it's not as long as it's not too short and it's rushed yeah. you don't need to lose the quality of the comp 
I think you have to move for it quick for the athlete's sake. Yeah. Because they start cooling down. You know, that's a long, long rest, like 45 minutes. It's hard to get back up. I just think yeah. it dilutes the day, right? You get by, the, by the third, four, third, fourth event, you're just like, fucking done. Yeah. yeah. That's what it looks like. Absolutely. But and you know what? If it's too fast that the competitor feels rushed, but get in better shape. Yeah. Because strongmen, a lot of the time, and this is this is a bit frustrating, a lot of the time strongmen, they they use the sports they use the sport as an excuse to be lazy. Mm-hmm. And so whether it's lazy with the diet, lazy with the training, whatever it is, the number of times I see someone who's got a, a fuck off huge log press and you're like, okay, this this guy's gonna be solid. You run up against him in comp and they, they deadlift two forty. Mm-hmm. Wow why are you not training that? Mm-hmm. If you're hundred and sixty kilos at Forty-five percent body fat. Like I reckon, some of that's not helping you with your lifts. Like maybe we cut down the weight. And so I think the onus is on the athlete. If you've got thirty minutes to recover, and you feel rushed, like well, there's you no have place. There's no place to hide in strongman, is there? Because yeah. the events, there's yeah. so many different events. You have to carry. You got your energy system got to be developed. You got to be strong overhead. You got to be strong off the floor. You got to be strong moving. Yeah. Um, strongman is 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 a true test of all strength. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, coupled with some athleticism and you have to perform as well, which I love. Because in, in powerlifting, you just, you know what you're gonna do. Uh, yeah. you, you know within five there's or no, kilos. Like, there's a head to head. You can see, like when I watched the video of you at the weekend, you were against some other guy yeah. and you can stand there on the frigging line and you can see you're up for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's something I think that gets lost <laughs> in strength sports is like people that come from team sports that are used to competing against someone um, I think that's a huge benefit, and you've definitely got that. That was a good one. So the <laughs> yeah, the guy stopped. Okay, so at the comp, this is so good. So I didn't they, wonder what happened. They were running. Who, so, was, who was the other guy? Aiden Canini, the yeah. dumbbell lad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. and he's he's solid, right? Yeah, he's a good, he, good lad. I hope he listens because he's probably not going to cop this. <laughs> <laughs> so they were running different weight classes side by side, right? As as you normally yeah. do. But the numbers worked out that there was going to be two heavyweight strongmen running side by side. And I reckon the ACT guys knew him and I and put us together. And we were training together two weeks before. I went into his house and uh, it's a fun, it was a good time. <laughs> so we're, we're set to go, we know we're gonna go. And there's two that go before us from our end. And one guy on my side doesn't get the yoke across. He gets it like three feet. The other guy gets it all the way. And the comp organizer goes, okay, we'll just go to opposite ends and run past, run past you. I go. I said, shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're running beside each other. So there's one guy to go after. So he, he brings the yoke back to us. And I'm in, I'm in Aiden's ear. And I, like I said, the yoke is like, I love the yoke. Right? Yeah. So I'm in his ear. I go, look, you better be fast. Like, because this is, I'm going to be flying. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm G'ing him up. So in his version of events, um, he felt something in his hip. And that's why he stopped. I'm, I'm convinced that he saw me start to go past and he misstepped. <laughs> I'm convinced. And that, that fucking, that ruined his day as well. But the first thing I thought of, if I was stood there, body weight enough on my back, I think it would be a good race where you were falling around your back. It went yeah. that far. <laughs> it was crazy. But that's the thing. That's, that's being a competitor. I think Eddie Hall was one of the guys we actually got to see someone who was, you know, he's flipping off Charlie when they're doing the, you know, he's a proper competitor. Yeah. I think you've got to have that edge to, to succeed in anything. Um, yeah, it's good to see, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just the fight. You just got to get there and enjoy it. It's fun as well. That's the that's the biggest thing that um, when when people talk about like how tough training is and 
how hard it is. Like, I understand that from when I was running. I understand that from when I was playing American football. Like, you go into practice and you're like, oh, like, I'm gonna have to fucking work hard today. But when it comes to when it comes to lifting and training and competing in strongman, it's just so comfortable. Cause I go, you know what? I'm gonna do this anyway. I'm gonna train anyway, and this is how I like to train. But it's it's really not a chore. And anyone who treats it like a chore, you're gonna take a week off after comp. You're gonna cut your sets. You're gonna say, oh, I'm too tired today. I'm too sore today. Um, and like in the end, we're all having to train through injuries. If if you don't have that thing where you just love it, then you're not gonna make it. Yeah, you're not gonna go anywhere. It's a good way to look at it. Because the the number of times, and I think this helps me a lot, um, where my profession crosses over with strongmen. There's really not a day or a week, let's say, a week where I go like, okay, that feels like a real injury. I feel like I'm injured right now. But having the ability to screen those things, where ninety percent of the time you're going, it's fine, and ten percent you go, I got to scale it back. Guys will go to other either extreme, and either you're taking heaps of time off, or you're doing these things where you're putting yourself at a huge risk of injury and yeah. and you're cooked because you put some up about her back because you said you felt some pop this is a couple of months ago oh, so i was quite was, interested yeah. in a read um the way you kind of dealt with that yeah that was that was that was intense um so i've had two major back injuries um one time i got the fantastic socialist medical system of canada taking care of me where I, 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 I love Canadians. Yes, <laughs> I. So I was deadlifting at, at a gym back home, um, and this is before I started competing in powerlifting, um, and I, it was it was horrendous. Like the technique was horrendous; it looked bad. Um, but something popped in my back, and I was kind of like hunching over this thing, and someone asked if I need help. I'm like, no, no, I'm okay, because usually that stuff lets go. And fast forward. 45 minutes I still couldn't stand up so the ambulance full had to come to the gym oh, take me to the hospital and so they give me they give me painkillers um, oxy they give me oxy oxycon yeah and I'm lying in bed I, I can't move and the, the nurse is like okay we'll give you some more so she comes back after a few hours she goes um, could you try and stand up <laughs> no like, I can't do anything I'm, I'm, it's so sore and then she goes, you know, if I took as much as, and this, this chick was about 40 kilos. If I took as much as you, I'd be dead right now. I go, do you understand science? <laughs> like, do you understand that, that I am three times you? Uh, but yeah, so two months ago, I was, I was deadlifting and what was I in prep for? I wasn't in prep for anything actually, thankfully. Um, oh, this is what it was. So I was, I was just off a comp and I was programmed to do uh, 10 triples at like three, 300 or something like that. With, with short rest. It's like decent volume there. I, I call it Mitch. <laughs> I call it Mitch. I'm like, do you mean three by 10? No, 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 10 by three. Okay, right, right. Um, and so I'm, I'm giving it a crap. Now, in my, my last set, it was literally the last rep of my last set. I was out of shape. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't brace properly. Uh, I go down and I feel a pop. I'm like, oh, this feels the same. On the vertebrae. Yeah, so about three quarters of the way up, it was, it, where the deadlift was three quarters of the way up. Uh, I felt it in my low back, exact same spot as I did it last time. Which, by the way, I never found out what it was. Eventually, I got enough painkillers just to stand up and walk out, and that was that. <laughs> yeah, we're back uh, into it. So when someone says the public healthcare system is good and we should go full public, you, you're very mistaken. Um, and so, <laughs> so if, we, we if, don't know what's wrong with this back. Still, <laughs> no, 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 no. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Um, and so I, I felt this pop again, right? God, fuck. So I. Uh, it was uh, Australia Day, actually. And so I felt this pop. I, I 
strip the weight off and I, I can hardly walk around. So I get up on my bike, I drive home, my miss and I were going out to going out to the beach. I go, okay, well, we'll be right to get to the beach. I couldn't put my shoes on, I couldn't bend over to put them there, but I go, you know what, the heat's gonna feel good. And this is my attitude towards all injuries. Like, just, I relentlessly pretend as though I'm not injured, not doing something dumb, but like, you can never anticipate that you're gonna feel sore, which is kind of a consistent thread in the story. So we go to the beach and like, I'm just fucking hobbling to get down to the beach. I end up lying on my stomach, I'm reading a book, uh, when we go to leave to get up off the sands, like to hold a tabletop position on all fours, it, it took me 25 minutes to be able to stand up from that. It was absolutely horrendous. The worst, some of the worst pain I've ever been in. Um, so I'm friendly with a pharmacist and I got some, I got some stuff that I won't talk about, but got some stuff to help out with it. And, uh, Ketamine. And, um, yeah. But more than that. Like, <laughs> um, and so, heroin? I, I, <laughs> and so I go home and, uh, and eventually we get there. I had to take the morning off work and um, after a few hours, you know what, I feel good enough. So I went out and did, did a few home visits ago. I, I'm going to the gym. And my, my fiance, she's, she's very, very caring. Like, this is not a good sport for me to be involved in because like, if I get hurt, she, she would be more upset than me. And so I go, I'm going to the gym. And she goes, okay. Um, I go, we can agree on whatever you want me to do. I'll, I'll abide by that. And she goes, okay, well, what do you think? I go, I'll do bodyweight squats. Um, and then I'll do some upper body stuff. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, in my mind, bodyweight squats were bodyweight on the barbell squats. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, so I just, I just squat, and it, like, it felt fine. And that afternoon, and this is, this is with the meds, it just felt fine. And so I, I trained, I, I did belt squat actually. I did belt squat in three sets of 10, I worked fairly hard, it was fine. I did bench press, bench press sucked. It was really uncomfortable being an extension. Um, but I just, I went to the gym every day afterwards and I just kept seeing like, okay, how much I'm gonna be able to take? Fast forward two days, I was on the trap bar at 330, 340 kilos. And so what I think happened there was like, I, I, the pot was probably just like cracking your knuckle, right? And it just happened in my back. And I have this history that now all the muscles around that spasmed. Okay. And obviously spasm is gonna be hugely painful. Yeah. Um, but if I didn't have my job and I didn't go, okay, well, let's start this slow. And if it feels fine at 200 kilos, give it a crack at 220, the same brace. Eventually, if there's physical damage, you're not gonna be able to deadlift 200 kilos, you're gonna yeah. feel it, right? Um, and so I think if a guy who didn't know what they were doing there would go like, I'm seriously injured, and you'd be talking a 12, 16 week rehab protocol, and I, I got it done in three days. And yeah, nice. and yeah, I take a lot of pride that actually the, well, it might be dumb, but I take a lot of pride in that week I did programmed uh, 11 by three at 300. Um, in three days just a fuck you, there you that, go. that would be no that would have been a week later okay. yeah yeah, nice. yeah um so yeah yeah that's that's really it but yeah there's there's always something there's that's always something it's quite a good way to look at injury though like you know pretending or trying to tell yourself that there is no injury because if you focus if you if you're injured which a lot of people are and you focus on that it you put all your energy into that whilst you exercise yeah and it becomes worse you can shut that off, try not to talk about it to people, or you gotta do what you gotta to do to manage it, and then try and take your mind away from it. That definitely helps. Yeah, yeah. But then it's it's a skill as well in knowing when you're actually, when fucked. it's an actual issue. Yeah, yeah. Because if, if it's an actual issue, then like, you gotta do something about it. Yeah. Uh, and that's when you can, you, you can really fuck yourself up. Um, but yeah, my injuries with, with strength sports have been huge. So powerlifting states, I don't know if you guys know this one. You see my, you see how you can't see my pinky knuckle? Mm -hmm. 
So yeah. the morning of powerlifting states, <clears throat> I'm walking on the rocks with uh, my fiance. And I'll, actually, I'll admit this for the first time. I haven't told me on this yet. I, I've always said like, I just fell. I actually punch it. No, I'm kidding. You're <laughs> 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 fucking solid head then. <laughs> so we're walking. I don't know. We were, we were bickering about something. And uh, <laughs> and I fell I fell off the rocks at, at Caves Beach, and uh, as like as any rational male would do, I am on all fours and I, I punch the sand right just to like, you know give it one, and, <laughs> and it had, it had rained beforehand so the sand was real hard, oh, and so I, I broke this bone, and so this bone is it's the knuckles on the underside of my hand, mm. um, yeah it's the boxer's fracture for whoever's listening probably know what that is um, <clears throat> and that was two hours before liftoff for powerlifting states <laughs> <laughs> Shit, no. so yeah. ben, could you bench well obviously you bench but how did that feel do you have to adjust your grip or anything uh, it felt bad I had to do like uh, an exaggerated Japanese bench um, yeah yeah like way out so the bar was r- really sitting in my in my palm um, squats were very difficult because my hand was cranked back um some really good pictures of my hand, like completely blown up afterwards. And then deadlift, is that your underhand grip or? This is my overhand. And okay. actually the deadlift, I sit my pinky off it anyway. Okay. So it's fine. Cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, so. Interesting. <laughs> good, uh, good history there. <laughs> Crikey, I can punch the sand. <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> punch my missile. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Upon reflection, like the sand did deserve it. You know what I mean? Oh, how dare it, yeah. yeah. How dare it lay yeah. all over. Yeah. It's been mentioned in plenty of podcasts. I just dislike the beach full stop, so punch the sand as much as you like. You dislike the beach? Yeah. Is this why you live in beautiful Penrith rather than <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we live 45 minutes away. Oh, you do? Yeah, we're yeah, yeah, right, right next to Castile um, Donis. Oh, I think I knew this, actually. Yeah, yeah okay. that way. Okay. So yeah, what's the issue is. with the, the beach, Sean? I sand's frustrating and I don't trust the ocean. Yeah, I had to get over that one. When I moved here, I hadn't been... So my family would vacation in Florida every year. That's where, where we'd have Christmas. Um, my grandparents lived in there. Florida. It's yeah. full of smackheads and old people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crocodiles. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's I love best. Florida. And the good golf courses. I, I love yeah, yeah. That's because they're all Wait, old. Have you, been, have you golfed there? Yeah. Uh, the grass is weird, huh? Do you remember? Bermuda. It's, it's so thick. Yeah. So I love thick. It. Every blade. I absolutely love it. Yeah, good golf though. Um, but we, we would visit down there. And um, actually, just to touch on the dichotomy of quality of people, I live in Elizabeth Bay right now. And so if I go up and I'm on Darlinghurst Road or McClay Street, if I turn left, it's the cross. <laughs> and if I turn right, it's Potts Point. So I've got like, it's the same thing. I've got like the two, most, the shit and the beautiful area. Mini Florida. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we could talk plenty about King's Cross. There's so much that goes on there. Um, but uh, what were we talking about? I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> Uh, oh, the beach, beach is horrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was in Florida every year with my family for Christmas, and <clears throat> we would, um, obviously, we'd be at the beach. I, I refused, absolutely refused to go go into the water because of sharks had been stung by a jellyfish. Like, no, no, it's not for me. But I decided when I was here, like, if that's my fate, that's my fate. But I was with you for a long period of time. Yeah, I knew absolutely nothing about Australia before I came here. Nothing. Well, I didn't know about it had deadly snakes or anything. So for me, <laughs> I got off the Granville train station for the first time. I knew nothing about it. So like the the frights of what's in the water, I didn't even know what was going on down here. How nothing. old were you? Four. 
25. Jesus Christ. I never ever wanted to get on a plane and come down here. So I did. 24 hours. Because somebody offered me some work. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll come and give it a go. But it never interests me sitting on a plane for 24 hours. So that's just freaking miles away. Florida was Florida was eight hours from England. I was like, that's enough. Not yeah. not 24 hours. Yeah, wow. But yeah, there's a lot of deadly shit. <laughs> we were scoop diving in Caribbean. We are off St. Lucia. And my brother found a baby tiger shark. And he told the instructor... And the instructor shit himself. Like, yeah. Get out the water! Like yeah. the mum's here somewhere. They're aggressive as fuck. Get out! Get out! Get out! <laughs> I get him back in there. Yeah, yeah, fair. What the fuck? <laughs> I get back in there. Tiger shot. They're pretty aggressive, aren't they? Apparently. Yeah. That, that uh, the bull sharks. I think those are the two. They're in the harbour, aren't they? Bull sharks. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Right. But yeah, you know, if the baby's there, there's a mama somewhere. So get out of the water. Sean, though, if you're <laughs> swimming, if you're swimming, <clears throat> I promise you, there's someone more manageable to eat next right next to you. No, <laughs> it, uh, that, that is a giant <laughs> fucking <laughs> seal. <laughs> I'm fed for a week. <laughs> That's what they're seeing. Hang on, skinny little Asian on Bondo Beach. There's a fat fucking seal. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm going down. <laughs> That's why I don't go swimming in public pools. <laughs> Japanese are going to think, oh, whale, great, I'm going to get a harpoon. <laughs> like, you know. harpoon in my ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> How do we get to that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, he missed punch his hand and broke his hand. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so after your first strongman comp was here, mm-hmm. which qualified you for Arnold's Arnold's which was awesome had it, uh, had, you won New South Wales last year didn't you <laughs> yeah I won New South Wales last year um, so I, I, I did this one and then this was before powerlifting nationals so then I did powerlifting and I just did this one on a whim like it was just kind of yeah. for a bit of fun um, qualified for the Arnold's and I mean if you're any strength athlete you're really anyone into fitness if you're going to the Arnold's like yeah that's a huge deal um, and so I kind of you know, you like things that you're good at, obviously. So I go, okay, this is, this is probably going to be my thing. So after the one here, I did one more before New South Wales. I forget what that was. Uh, but you yeah. had done the same for qualify for it because ours was a uh, New South qualifier. Uh, Hunter? No, I did I did call City. I did call City. I won that one. That was this year. Um, last year I did... Um, oh, I think I, I did one at Mix. I forget what it was called. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I did one at PTC. But anyways, I, I, I was up against um, first comp. First comp was up against Blake, which was a really good experience. Um, then I was up against Macaulay Tinker at a, at a mix. That was really good, really good comp. Like Mick, Mick runs runs good comps as well. He's just a little bit quicker. Are you willing? Just to sidetrack for a minute. Yeah. There's this, there's this weird PTC uh, Adonis kind of thing. Do you know about this? Yeah, I get told about it. You don't know about it, though? Sort of. Okay. So, me and Mick are fine. Like, we've had Mick on the podcast. Um, yeah? Yeah. So, okay. whatever it okay. is, is outside of me and Mick. Yeah, right. Okay. So, who, who doesn't like who? They don't... People don't like each other? I don't know. I don't know. There's friction with... with um, there's friction with some of the guys at Granville and, and PTC and... It's just I don't know I, I have I've never understood it because I like everyone involved in the situation. Yeah, handbags. Um, yeah, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, I did. By putting it, handbags. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Everyone should get along, man. Just yeah. fucking lifting weights. Oh, we, what, um, uh, uh, maybe we on the podcast. Yeah. 
He's from PTC, right? Mick Mowat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top yeah. bloke. That's who we're talking about. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, see, I think that's important is that in the end, and, and strongman is, you really have to be something else to even, you've got to be very accomplished to even financially justify it. Like yeah. If you break even, you're, you're gone. Um, so if the best you can do really is break even, or say, say you make 100 grand and you're, you're next level, like that's never going to compare to the people you meet and the relationships you make. And so, for anyone to if be you figured out how to make a hundred grand from running strongman comms, I will come and spend like the next two years <laughs> no. with you and learning how. I mean, I mean, if you like win Arnold's or something. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, so it's you know it's it's a good point about the sport where you can't really you can't really get too big of a head about yourself because in the end, what do you have to show for it? And it's just. 99% of the time you're in gym in the gym training with, with the other people and so having a laugh I actually I distract the people at Paddington I, I'm sure they hate me half the time when they're trying to train because my rest breaks are 6 to 10 minutes and so the rest of the time is just shooting the shit with everyone and asking the most retarded hypothetical questions <laughs> so I've, I've seen said, I've seen some of the stories you wanted up Manning or Jeffrey <laughs> Jeff Jeff, Jeff. 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 So Manning, so Manning, he trained out in Paddington, or sorry, in, in Granville, and we trained together and got along really well. And like, if you've played a sport before, like Mitchell Hooper, someone would call me Hoop, very normal. So I call him Jeff, as in like yeah. nickname. He thought I fooled him to know his name, <laughs> <laughs> and so he got to Paddington, and I called him. I, I I just stuck to Jeff, full Jeff, and he was like, you know, my main name's Manning. I go, yeah, yeah, but I call you Jeff. And so it was bordering on it was bordering on bullying for a while. <laughs> and I go I go just just to him, I go, just just so you know, like if you want me to stop, I will one hundred percent stop. But like I'm just calling because it's your last name, it's not a no no no, it's fine. And now it's it's come full circle to where his Instagram is coach Jeff. He, he asked for <laughs> really? he asked for a photo package at the last comp he was he was coaching at and the photographer didn't know his name, so so she put in Coach Jeff, because everyone's calling him Jeff. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, but this this is what I do between sets. So it's, I, I think I, I pissed Faz off a little bit, the, the Adonis Center, because about once a quarter, <laughs> I say something to someone that I shouldn't. <laughs> and then there, there's a formal complaint filed. And, yeah, yeah. But look, it's, it's part of the game. It's, it's just how it goes. <laughs> Canadians are... Uh characters isn't they that's a bit like British really we're like that we can get caught up because we like banter right yeah that's right but I don't think um, certain people in different countries understand that's banter whereas all I've come up through everything is banter changing rooms all my life right. like that's the way it is yeah. like I remember walking yeah. into a into a shower with as like a young lad with my boxers on and somebody oh. ripping the like, absolute tail off me yes. I was like that is not what we do no, it's not what you fucking do. Ripped off the backside. <laughs> get your fucking todger out. You know what I mean? And that's banter. Yeah. Or abuse. <laughs> get your todger out. But that's, what, that's what team sport does. It builds characters, right? Like you well, just, yeah, there's no, you can't, you got to have thick skin. Um, can't th- take things too personally. Yeah. Depend, well, yeah. depend on the angle. Well, especially because most of the time, the person you're giving the hardest time is the person you like the most. Exactly. It's just how it goes. <clears throat> That's the Laura Banda. <laughs> right, Mitch, training. Take us through a typical training week. <laughs> um, How's it looking? Because you're pulling 400 kilos on the regs. Well, yeah. I enjoy opening Instagram and seeing the story because talk us through it. What's yeah, going on? So, typical training week. Typical training week now? Yeah. So I'm in a bit of an awkward space right now. 
um, where I just did ACT and I have two weeks until Victorian Low Deadlift and Stone Championship. And so I'm, I'm well overdue for a deload, but I still have to keep working hard, which is why I'm not pulling more than 431 today. Um, but traditionally, um, I'd, I'd pull once a week. I'd squat two to three times a week. I'd press four times a week. And so I kind of, I would rather the frequency over the volume. Yeah. Um, I recover quite well, so I don't have an issue going back to back days, say pressing, for example. Um, yeah, that's basically it. I'll train, I'll train Monday through Friday if everything's perfect. Um, but usually one of those days is taken up by work or obligation of some sorts, so then I'll, I'll go Monday and train on Saturday as well. Um, I'd love to get out to, to Granville every Saturday for uh, events days. Uh, but it's just not not a luxury. I'd rather spend time with with uh, Ashley at the moment. So um, yeah, so yeah. You're not, so events wise, you're not really doing many events. No, so I have I have a, a log. Obviously, I have an axle bar. Um, that's it. Because we have a monster dumbbell, but it's crap, so I wouldn't use it. Um, yeah, I squat for my yoke. I do zercher squats for my stones. And so you're doing a zercher squat, you're doing a low bar, low bar squat. Depends. Bar. Depends. I'll I'll, I'll mix it up, but it depends because I've been having some knee pain recently, and so I just switch from high bar to low bar to sort that out. Yeah. But then with low bar, shoulders and, and elbows start to get upset. So it's that's all managing managing pain, managing tendonitis. Um, so yeah, the, the details around that are are trickier. Uh, but in the lead up to comp, there's not a not a ton of accessories that go on. Um, really, the accessories would be uh, triceps, uh, biceps, because I have small arms. That's just to, to please me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing scientific then, behind that. We're no. just trying to get some cross-sectional um, area on there. And then, and then rows. I, I always always stick some rows in there. Okay. Um, but otherwise, that's that's basically it. Are you doing your own programming or? Yeah, yeah, I am. Because I'm. So I was with um, I was with Mitch uh, and Amir for um, probably a year and a half or so. Yeah. Um, and then I was, I was such a bad athlete for them um, in terms of like scheduling a call, um, giving feedback. I just like, I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it. Um, part of it's like it, a mentality thing where if someone's written something for me and it's too much, like that's now a challenge and like, I'm not gonna say I don't wanna do it. And to me, like, I'm just gonna keep kicking on and kicking on and kicking on. Um, but yeah, I just wasn't very good communicating with them. So I'm programming myself at the moment. Um, and part of that rationale is when I go back to Canada, I don't know the strength coaches there. So yeah. I don't know who I can go to to trust. So at least this way, I'm by myself. But if I need to hop back on, I know the options there. Um, and they're always there to, to bounce things off as well. In fact, um, it really impressed me because uh, obviously I'm not technically one of their athletes at the moment. But um, when I had been lifting stones with Aiden and my hamstring cramped up, Amir took a bunch of time to message me about some some programming and how I'm going and what I should be doing and watching out for. Um, so I took a huge amount of respect in that, um, in a coach that's still taking care of athletes. And um, I had a very contrasting conversation with someone else who lost an athlete and was very kind of personally offended by that. Um, but that, that coach-athlete relationship is it's very special. If it ends on uh, good terms, um, it's, it's some of your best friends as well. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. So you got comp in, you got this stone, log, and deadlift comp? Yep. What numbers are you hoping to put up? Um, I love this. I, so I don't, I don't personally understand people who won't put it out there. I don't know if it's a lack of confidence or what. 
Um, so I'm hoping log if I get if I get 190, I'd be very happy. That'd be um, in PR. Yeah, in, in comp actually, in comp my PR is a, a 140. Just because I haven't done a max log in a while. And you did 185 in the gym. That's right. Last week on a 10 inch. That was. So you'll be using a 12. 12 inch. Yeah. yeah. So it's just the balance. Okay. The balance. Yeah, it's higher, but it's just a bit awkward. So um, that would be really good. Yeah. I've also got my new Cerberus elbow sleeves, which provides so much support that if I can get into a solid front rack position, then it'll help with the lockout. But they're very stiff, so, so getting up into that position is going to require a bit of training uh, because SPD sleeves are like virtually useless. Five mil yeah. thick. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got the yeah. triple ply or the the nine mil ones? Uh, triple ply. Triple. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So they're pre- they're pretty stiff. So that front yeah. rack. Well, the, the one above, I believe, is extreme, and I tried the extreme ones with Aiden, and that was like full on. Like my biceps weren't strong enough to like hold the wall on my chest. Uh, that's probably you end up losing feeling in your hand after. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but that's that's more of a me thing with the biceps. But that's that's a whole different issue. I need a psychologist for that. Um, <laughs> but then uh, deadlift. I'm hoping. Um, now, thankfully, they're, they're saying if it's a record, they'll let you keep trying. And so I think I'll, I'll probably go something like 435 into 450. Um, if I got 450 in single ply, I'm gonna. So 450 is a grand. 452. 452. Yeah, trust me, I know that. Yeah, I have that in my head. Uh, But I think 450 in single ply is probably the mark to then petition the guys in England to try to break the 505, which is obviously in multiply, or 502. Um, And so that would be... I guarantee on comp there, you'll put put a grand on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll see, but those are... And then stone. so with with Aiden, I, um, I I nearly got the one or the two twenty stone above one point three. So my hamstring cramped up. Um, it was nearly there, and we're going to one point two in this comp. So I think I think you got a one point two, one point three, one point two. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Do you think I'm wrong? I, I could be so. wrong. I think one point two is the women's, one point three is the guys. Oh, I'm competing in women's. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is where all the gender stuff's coming from. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Right. Well, look, <laughs> this is this is part of me as as an athlete. Ray Finkel. I, was, was that Ray Finkel of Ace Ventura? Ray Finkel with the the Nina of the Willie. I don't know. Gender? Anyways, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Laces out. Oh, yeah, fuck what I'm um, Carry on. <laughs> but um, fuck you lot. <laughs> this is this is actually good because this is this is how I am. Like at ACT, I didn't know any of the comp weights. Yeah. Um, I wasn't preparing for that one specifically, but if it's one point two or one point three, I don't really give a shit. Like yeah. it's whatever it is, it is. But my goal would be between two twenty and two thirty. So two twenty be a minimum. Two thirty would be be a good day. Um, and by the end of the year, um, if I'm able to try another max zone, by the end of the year, I'd hope to push that two forty two fifty. Um, but part of that's exposure to stones, which I, I don't really have too much of. Um, but yeah, that's the goal. Um, getting out of there with two national records would be huge. Um, and then like going to England with for, for deadlift world championship would be yep. a, a dream come true. So the entry number is 400 for kilos for Giants Live. Is it still that or has it changed? Uh, so I, I don't know. They, they just said send your videos in. <clears throat> yeah, so that's- usually it's you apply for it. And it's usually minimal. It's four hundred kilos. That used to be like that because mm. I remember oh, right. when so, they first did it back in two thousand and 
12 maybe when you had like Magnuson, Bolton yeah right um, all those guys but for me I don't know what the number is um, but for me I'm going if I pull the 450 I'd feel comfortable petitioning it yeah or if say I get 435 it's, it's then you're asking for a big jump and but do you get I think Gov was talking about the deadline when Eddie Hall did his do you have to fall in line so if you do they set your attempts up to set up whoever, so Eddie when he went for the 500, yeah. a lot of the guys were pissed off because they had to go on his jumps. Was that the case? Yeah, or am I, am yeah I there's something, they, no, they set it up for him to break the record. Yeah. But again, like, uh, who gives a shit? Mm. Like if, if, if someone told me, okay, if you pull 450, you need to open it 400, uh, okay, that's fine. Or you need to open it 420, like, okay, whatever, that's, mm. that's fine too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like this. So. Good. It's a good attitude to have, you know. You give yeah. Go in there and fucking lift the most weight you can. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know how much you guys hear of the the. Athlete. I'm sure you get it from you guys all the time, but I just don't understand the the amount of whinging in strength sports compared to other sports, <clears throat> and the lack of grit compared to what you would expect to come across, is like next level. Um, yeah, like the oh, the powerlifting states are going to be at this gym and that gym's, it's really narrow and it looks funny when I'm squirming. <laughs> what the fuck are you it's talking about? Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like there's there's so many things that, that don't matter. Um, and at the end of the day, like if you don't like your attempts, but you were stronger, you would have got there. And so just put the energy towards getting stronger, working hard, being consistent, and you'll be fine. Having Love a good it. time. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> How about powerlifting states? Do you guys hear about powerlifting states? <laughs> APU. We were at the new, uh, the uh, Auburn one. PCYC. Yeah. Um, so they did it at Alpha for the juniors, juniors yeah. and masters. I was there. <clears throat> he was there. Do, do, have you heard the fallout about the records? No. <laughs> this is so bad. I don't so, know much to be fair. I gotta stop fucking listening. <laughs> <laughs> they used What's a happened? they used a Valhalla bench, which is not oh, approved. I didn't hear this. So the Valhalla bench is not approved. Ergo, every single record set on the day is doesn't count. Non-IPF approved deadlift carpet. <laughs> I know, right? And that to me is just like... Yeah. It's, but it happens. It does happen. It's obviously fucking happened there, but yeah, yeah. it's rife. I don't know. Just people maybe just like the, the control of it. Uh, I don't know. It's just like, fuck me. It just it takes away from it. Like, if, if you want people to be interested in the sport then you have to make that sport as easy to digest as you can. And so the, the reason, in my opinion, that, that powerlifting is is not as interesting as strongman, I can't even watch it, is because in strongman, it's basically like in the opens, whoever lifts the most weight wins. Whoever does that weight fastest wins. And you can get that straight off the bat. But when you go, okay, who's the overall champion in powerlifting? Okay, well, what equation are we using? Yeah. 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 <sighs> Multiply, single ply, raw, yeah, weight right. categories, federations. Right. Yeah. The good thing about strongman is you create head-to-head competition. Yes. In powerlifting, in weightlifting, uh, you, you go onto a platform and you're by yourself, it's you versus the bar. Yeah. And then there's a competition in the background where you are on the standards. But strongman, as you, you know, to view, it's great because like, you know, you're going head-to-head with a fucking yoke or you know, there's a, there's a stone series and you're going up against someone. That's going to be a, the, the best thing about FitFest. Um, hopefully Mason's announced it by the time this goes out my apologies if you haven't Mason um, <laughs> dropping they're going to run in uh, four lanes all at the same time yeah really? sweet yeah. Like stuff like that a yoke 
Uh, not yoked, yoked like four lanes of whatever the event is. So oh, good, you got a fucking idol then. <laughs> four lane yoke. Oh fucking hoop was finished. Yeah. <laughs> so um, like for example, they got if it's farmers, it's four of you going at the same time. Love it, fucking legging it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, wow, so that's awesome. And that makes for a good show. Yeah, it does. Yeah, competition. Yeah, can we cut the shit about I'm competing against myself? Like, because if you're competing against yourself, stay at the gym. Like, don't do a comp, because then you're there. I if if I was going to this comp and I heard Rongo Kane saying I'm going there to compete against myself, I'd go, dickhead. You know I'm there too. Like, <laughs> you got to beat me. What do you mean competing against yourself? Uh, same thing. Same thing. Like if anyone told me that and I was competing against, it, I'd take that as the biggest insult of all time. That you're there to compete against. No, no, you're there to compete against me and the other dudes who are there. Um, yeah, stay in your backyard if you don't want to compete against other people. Simple as that. And it's, it's amazing. You see the discrepancy in what someone's capable of in training, what someone's capable of on the day of a comp, and the difference is remarkable. Yeah. I mean, you see the, the Iranian dude who's pulling f- 495 or something with very soft lockout, but with all his boys at the gym and then like where is he at these deadlift championships like surely he's done oh, something I know the guy you mean what, what's yeah, he doing Iron Bibby's the same with Log yeah that's right absolutely absolutely oh, something's going on there there was a lot of talk with Iron Bibby the weights they didn't reckon the weights were it's like they weren't calibrated properly or something <laughs> so they, the weights even looked like they were using were like fucking were bashed to pieces yeah. yeah, which if you've seen Iron Baby, there's no way those are calibrated to anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. it looks like his calibrated that milk tray. Yeah, yeah. his his uh, looks like his grandfather just wrote like about twenty kilos. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> it like, it could on. be like fucking twenty, thirty kilos less. Yeah, yeah. or more. Uh, st- still, I mean, figures are fucking strong. Dude's a yeah, dude's an animal. He's strict pressing yeah. over two hundred kilos, which is just fucking yeah, absolutely yeah. monstrous. But how do you so? Come comp day, yeah. Is your mindset the same as training? Because some people will like once they get in front of the crowd and like they could be putting up, say round numbers, say three hundred kilos on the deadlift here. But they get to the comp and the, the factor of people and competition, they choke. Yeah. How do yeah. how do you control that? Uh, I, I think the Other biggest than the amount of sheer belief you have in your ability, <laughs> which is uh, a, which is a which is fucking massive. Brilliant positive it is yeah which uh, with truth serum it's just like I think I can I can rely on my uh, scientific approach from this and I can I can easily rationalize with myself if I pulled 431 in practice fatigued I could pull definitely 440 450 is pushing it like it'll be a, it'll be a huge fight but that's rationally that's what I'm capable of um, and so I think if you don't have that understanding then you could let things get to yourself. But I think what's important is always having the perspective of like, okay, if you're getting nervous about something, you should have better things in your life than strongmen. And those better things could be the relationships that you're forming with the other strongmen. It could be like, like, to me, I find it as fulfilling, like having a chat with the guys between events and Mm -hmm. like building rapport with them as I do like having the actual event. Um, And so, if I get nervous about something, I go, okay, worst case scenario, if if I fuck this up, then like, that's fine, because I still have all the important stuff. I still have my fiance, I still have my family, I still have my health, I still have this. So then it's, it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, if it goes, if it goes pear-shaped, it goes pear-shaped, and that's fine. 
Um, but I think if I were advising someone, you've got to think if you're positively motivated or negatively motivated, as in, are you going to get off on like achieving as much as you possibly can and like you're going to get a huge high off winning or you're afraid of being embarrassed by not doing as well as you could be doing. Um, and once, once you get those two parsed out, I think probably positive motivation is, is healthier. Um, but then you can just kind of challenge yourself on those things and you go, okay, well, if I'm negatively motivated and I'm fucked up, like, is anyone really going to be embarrassed? And you go, even if you're the, the weakest dude at a comp, like, people will still get the loudest for you. They're still just as excited for you. If you've never lifted a 300 kilo yoke before and you move it two feet, like you should see how mental your friends are going because you got a new PB. Like it doesn't really matter uh, what, your, what your absolute numbers are. And if you're positively motivated, then it's pretty easy to focus on, on the reward, the, the task at hand. Uh, but I think for me, it's, I always have the basis of, um, I have so many other things going on in my life that mm. strong men never be something that, that gets me down. Because in the end, it's, it's my um, hobby. Well, more than that though, it's like, it's like my therapy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I couldn't imagine like weightlifting for example I, I don't I, I cannot comprehend coming in and doing like technique work and like just like that. honing into something <laughs> so, yeah, you don't look like <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's it right you come in you, you, you just move some big weights and um, you put all your energy into that and it's hard to it's hard to come into the gym with a bad attitude and leave the gym with a bad attitude if you come in and have a, a training session that's a good way to put it perspective as well yeah having like a positive perspective on things yeah take yeah. it so personally people think they give people care about what you're doing nobody gives a fuck what you're doing you know what I mean yeah people yeah. are always thinking about what they may think nobody gives a fuck about you well and if they do the only time they do is if you do something Bad. awesome no okay. if you do something really good yeah. right like if, if you don't get any reps on the overhead who gives a fuck no one's snickering at you yeah. but if you blaze through it and you smash it people are like oh wow yeah, yeah. that's so unreal yeah so the the yeah, it really only provides positive motivation. If you don't do it, it's uh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Are you golf at the minute? Uh, not, you, like golf, no. you like golfing, right? I love golfing. So not as regularly as I'd like to. Um, I just lined up a game this morning, actually. Um, Where are you golfing next weekend? Moore Park. Oh, I played. I played there uh, end of last year. Fucking loved it. Is that the one where the bloke jumped yeah. out of the bush and asked? Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> 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 so we were all. Actually, it was a week after. Uh, it was a competition weightlifting states and all the boys were like we're going to have three beers and sit. I was like yeah fucking perfect yeah we went out there had about four or five before we started playing on the second hole bro we stood there you know what it's like for the beers <laughs> this fucking bloke crawls out the hedge Declan <laughs> said something which didn't look like sounded said something and someone was turned up and I was like I was looking up and he just fucking on his one knee and just looking down the fairway <laughs> like that I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, <laughs> anyway, he waits for everyone to tee off. There's like six of us. Ping, ping. Just there, just in the same pose. Last one goes, turns around and goes, has anyone got the time? <laughs> and one of the boys goes, yeah, 10 past two, mate. Thank you. They just crawled back in the fucking bush. <laughs> Off into Wall Park. But the golf course was is exceptional. It's a real nice golf course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Australia is so good for it. Like, so many good public golf courses. I'll have to take you out to, um, I think I've said it before, I'm fucking terrible for this, but we'll have to go to Riverside Oaks. Uh, I've taken mm. him for a game there. Yeah. It's cracking. You've got the yeah. kangaroos smashing around. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, it's, it's, it's a good course. Yeah, it's a good yeah. course. But I love golf. But golf's kind of, um, it's therapy in like the opposite way. Because in golf, if you try harder, you fuck everything up. Like, you're way worse off. Well, we took, so you know Aaron, weightlifter Aaron? Yeah. yeah. So he took the mentality of, 
max effort weightlifting to a maximum with a golf club and it was fucking scary <laughs> it was brilliant he drove he was driving 400 yard par fours it really? was okay look at it this way he would either drive it yeah. or it would go to fucking north ride <laughs> but he was I think I posted a video somewhere he was absolutely driving 400 yard par yeah. fours oh wow I think I've got the wow. I've seen I've got it there's a photo where he has teed off in a pair of trainers and it's like wet underfoot as well and a couple of beers on board as well but he's hit it so hard that it's landed and left a crater in the yeah and then he got a hole in one on a par yeah. four there you go so that's where it's landed Jesus What's from the sea Wow. I think you and him would bounce <laughs> off each other. The energy would be quite good, wow. of course. Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. funny. It's, yeah, fucking Aaron. God love him. <clears throat> that was off the tee. Should we go for our very slow 10? This is Sean's quick fire questions, which are never quick. fucking quick fire. I haven't done, I haven't done this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, haven't, I haven't listened to I've got to stop so giving you shit for these. You've got to stop doing it. <laughs> Mate, the only time I've stopped was Mike. <laughs> Because he's just gonna go fuck off. Isn't yeah. He? yeah, he wasn't worth the argument with Mike. Is Gavin tonight? <laughs> nah, he's got the stretchy stretch today. Uh, stretch? Yeah, he's um, assisted stretching, trying to loosen up his hips. Oh no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was a fucking over there. There was a spike on the fucking <laughs> 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 Pretty sure I'm sat at the same spot. Guys, shorty, give us some advice. All right, favorite meal. Uh, I'd go for uh, pizza. Pizza? Um, yeah, McClay Street pizza. Um, really good. Um, and I'd go pint of ice cream afterwards. Favourite strength athlete? You smell that? <laughs> yeah, I do smell that. It's good. Oh, it's fresh. <laughs> He's liking it. <laughs> um, I'd go I'd go Kieliskowski. Kieliskowski? Yeah, it's hard not to. Hard <laughs> not to you were shorty? My speech impediment from fucking episode one came back. Kill a trophy. Welcome to the DNF. Come on, fucking stick to it. Keep the fries on. Fuck me. Fucking hell. Next one, Sean. Favourite comp you've been to? And why? I'd have to go New South Wales because it's. It was the, the biggest comp I've been to, um, and it was kind of the moment that I realized that I could I could actually make something of myself in Strongman. Yep. Favorite event? Uh, yeah, it's it's either either yoke or deadlift. Best comp memory? Um, sorry, boys, it's me. Um, best comp memory? Wow. Um, probably after it's <laughs> beautiful <laughs> after um, probably uh, probably after states um, like just getting back to, to what's important so I, I won but um, actually my partner she was probably happier for me than I was for me um, and then yeah just, just getting together with everyone afterwards um, yeah yeah probably favorite cop memory and all the all the favorite cop memories it'd never be like oh this best yoke or deadlift or whatever um it's always the the dead space in between yeah i think it's everyone's answer so far it's yeah. never an actual comp it's it's the something experience. around it yeah the yeah. people uh biggest influence in lifting on life wow um lifting 
Lifting would be uh, Dana Bushel. That's uh, the initial strength coach uh, from Canada. Um, life. Life would be, um, it'd definitely be, be Ashley, my fiance. She, she bounces me out, and if she was here, I wouldn't, wouldn't have said half the shit that I shouldn't have said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in round two, we'll bring Ashley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's, she's my compass. <laughs> Three books you'd recommend? Uh, um, Man's Search for Meaning. Um, the Art of War. And... Probably the, the seven habits of highly effective people. Yeah, that's the first time we've actually got three full books. Fuck me, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm tossing some up. <laughs> Worst comp memory. Oh, wow. Um, I haven't lost one yet, so I can't say like I've really underperformed. Um, Oh, it's it's not mine, but I'm still scarred by it. I forget who the girl was, um, but at New South Wales last year, she was lifting a stone and she was real short. Oh, she got, I remember that. Got oh, so she, she gets the, the stone all the way up to the bar and she, the, the stone's pinning her and the bar together and she's quite short, so it's it's kind of like high on her chest and she's arched up. And she kind of, I think a, a ligament went or a knee went or she got lightheaded, something, and she collapsed. And the stone fell about six inches to the right of her head. And like, if that fell on her head, it would have been fucking jam. You know, as they're like, extending, her knees yeah. have buckled forward. And so Fuck. knees have gone that way, head's gone that way, stone's gone there. Yeah. Is she all right? Like, Bang. Yeah, she got up and yeah. went for another rep. <laughs> <laughs> fucking credit to her. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. If you could be mentored by anyone, who would it be and why? <clears throat> got you thinking yeah well you don't want to give a you don't want to give a half-hearted answer what was the question I'm sorry fucking what was it if you could be mentored by anyone who would it be and why question see there's there's different elements of it like if if I could be mentored by uh so like my instinct says like someone like David Goggins would be so cool, but we would we would both just end up fucking breaking the shit. <laughs> so it'd be a fucking competition if we do it. It'd be useless. Um, uh, someone like uh, like Gary Vaynerchuk is is so good with people and so empathetic, and I, I definitely lack that as a skill. Um, but he still has really strong work ethic. So I think um, yeah, if you gave me an hour, I'd come up with someone different. But I think Gary Vaynerchuk is the the one off the top of my head. Caribbean. Do you guys know him? Yep. Yeah. yeah. American dude. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, finally, one thing most people don't know about you. <clears throat> um, I think I think a, a thread of, of this this podcast is that um, a lot of people wouldn't understand that that lifting is not that important to me in the grand scheme of things, and I, I try not to lose that perspective. Um, so my my family's the most important. I sacrifice anything for them, um, and. Uh, yeah, like my, my, my goal in this all um, is to, to make as many positive connections as possible. Um, and whatever platform I do get, I hope to use it to, to help, um, especially people who are inactive or say that the elderly to get into to resistance training. And obviously that's my work and that's my passion. So um, yeah, yeah, so that's probably the best answer there. There we go. So Ryan's is still my favorite. He has a phobia of hair in his food. 
That's not very good, yeah. <laughs> no. I don't like the food either. Or it's a fucking pube, then fuck me. Oh. Is it after pulling out a foot long hair from a Vietnamese pork roll? <laughs> oh, the texture of hair on your mouth is not nice. That, that was good. That was That's, a good string of answers there. That was the, probably the fastest those ten have ever gone. I don't as well. know. Yeah, you're sure. Don't fucking fast on that one. There we go. <laughs> no, no, it was awesome. Awesome. I do everything slowly. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. It goes back to me swimming in the ocean. <laughs> the fucking seal. They, they do swim. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was, uh, Where can people find you, mate? Uh, Instagram would be the best. Instagram just first name last name Mitchell Hooper. No um, dot, no underscore. Just no straight dot, Mitchell no Hooper. Underscore. That's right. I got lucky. Easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next comp is in two weeks. Log. Next comp's in two weeks. Yeah, where hopefully the the Australian deadlift record will go. Hopefully the Australian stone record will go. Um, and then is is New South Wales, which um, that's four weeks after. But like I said to you. I don't know if you'd started at that point or not. I don't think you had. No. Um, I, I don't think... Uh, I'm, I'm kind of tossing up whether I'll go ahead with that or not. Um, yeah. Figure that out. So we'll see. It's just with, with the national comps in August. So in, in August, August 2nd is um, ASA, Nationals. The 19th, or 20th, 21st is ASM. November is FitFest. Um, sorry again, Mason, if you don't know that yet. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. And so, look, we'll see. We'll see. If everything goes to plan, I pull 450, I get an invite to England. When's, all of that's when's right the now. one in England? August. When? August. Which would send everything else. And that's at Wembley? Wembley Arena? That's in... Uh, or is it Leeds? Headingley? No. Do they still do Leeds it there? in Manchester. Oh, they do it in Manchester now. Because they used to do it at Leeds, the Rugby League Stadium. And then they went, the Eddie did... Oh, Eddie's one was it... Was that at Giants Live? Yes. yes so that was it yeah. that was a fucking cool arena that was Wembley when they had the big yeah. fucking that's a cool venue yeah it's in Manchester so maybe MEN Arena or something MEN not sure the other one they, they're doing is they're going back to um, Royal Albert Hall oh really yeah that's where they do the boxing events another cracking yeah, right. venue wow. there you go. I can't wait to get over to England at, at some point I reckon I'll, I'll end up there uh, for comps it just looks so cool. Like the stadium series, uh, just the atmosphere looks unbelievable. It's a, it's a real good, I mean, bodybuilding, um, I don't know about CrossFit, but yeah, powerlifting, strongman, weightlifting, there's a real good community over there. Everyone's yeah. in it together. Well, actually, um, mostly because after that 431, after I posted that, um, got quite a few people coming onto my profile and interacting and whatnot. Um, and the majority of them are from England. Yeah, they love it. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing else to fucking do anymore. <laughs> we either go to the boozer and yeah. drink excessively, and yeah. train, or you play sport and, yeah. and work. Yeah. Weather shit. Um, yeah. There's not much going on, but it's, it's a good place. Yeah. And everyone talks with their feet. Ask someone for directions in England and watch their feet. That's I like that. Yeah. So uh, you go down the road and their foot will move. <laughs> you find yeah. the most. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, where do you go? It's I love true. it. I love it. No, oh, I don't doubt it. I don't. I just I never don't. fucking noticed it. I'm saying I didn't know who fucking um, William Bruce Jenner was. Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. So, which way to the boozer? I oh, just to your left. Yeah. <laughs> foot, foot, we'll go. Right, and there you go. Random English fact to end on. Thanks for your time, mate. All right. Thank you. Very good. Thanks, mate. The DNS podcast.
Podcast.